Hello, hello, this is Dr. Allison, and today I wanted to hop on because I'm having a little trouble with sharing my podcast from today, so I thought I'd just come on live and share it with you and answer any questions that you might have about weight loss, making any mistakes, or why things aren't working or how they are working. So I wanted today talk about the biggest weight loss mistakes that you might be doing, and so let's just dive in. So the first mistake that I see most people making is that honestly, they just don't hang in there long enough, right? So I talk a lot about, you know, doing beach body programs. And when you look at them and you look at the before and after pictures or results, things like that, there's always a little asterisk at the bottom that says after three rounds, after six rounds of this program. So for me, like I love doing body beast and it's a weightlifting program through beach body. And I just finished my 12 weeks and it's like, okay, I don't look like that. <laughs> How do I keep going? So we have to remember that you don't go to the gym one time and lose 50 pounds. You don't have to just brush your teeth once a year and you're covered and you're never going to get a cavity. It's something that you have to work on every single day. So don't give up. Keep going. You might not see progress in one week and two weeks and six weeks. You're going to see it over time. And the other thing on this line as well is that don't just follow the scale. Take your measurements. Take pictures. Look at your body fat and your muscle percentage. There's so much more than what's going on in the scale. All right, so the next common mistake that I see is overtraining, which means that you're working out too much, too hard, and for too long. So I know that sounds kind of opposite of what most people tell you. They're going to tell you, train longer, train harder. You need to work out twice a day. Like, Everyone's doing the, not everyone, but you know, I see the 75 hard where you're supposed to work out twice a day for 45 minutes. And for a lot of people, that is a really, really bad thing, especially if you are diabetic, if you're overweight, if you're obese, somewhere in that category, overtraining will actually cause more inflammation, more pain, make it harder for you to lose weight. So even if you struggle with um, adrenal fatigue, uh, depression, anxiety, um, low energy and um, just regular fatigue, not just adrenal fatigue, and you're going to places in gyms where they make you wear a heart rate monitor and they yell at you to go faster and harder and you have to keep up and then you come home and you go to sleep for a couple hours, this is the wrong exercise for you. So overtraining will increase your inflammation. It will actually lower your mitochondria, your energy-making powerhouses, and you will feel worse and it will make you take longer to recover. So you're going to actually lose muscle mass and actually gain fat. And it's going to keep you sick as well because it's going to trash your immune system. So if it takes you a few days to work out or recover from your workout or you're still really, really sore, slow down, take some time off, go harder, lift lighter. Um, surprisingly, research shows that those seven minute uh, exercise programs are probably the best for you if you're overweight or diabetic. So slow down, your heart rate down. If you have autoimmune diseases and you struggle with losing weight, you have to slow down as well because increasing that overtraining will increase your cortisol, increase your immune system, and increase the attack on your body. So for me, like I said, I do body beast. I actually don't watch the videos anymore because they move too fast. So when I feel my heart rate going up because of my autoimmune diseases, I know that I have to slow down. I'll actually take a time out for five minutes and just breathe and get my heart rate under control again so I don't overtrain and I don't harm my body. All right. So I always have to talk about eating patterns and blood sugar because it's the most important thing is 
the number one thing you have to understand, if you want to lose weight, if you want to have more energy, if you want to sleep through the night, if you want your hormones fixed, this is where we start with everybody. Um, I know a lot of functional medicine docs say, oh, it starts in the gut. doesn't. It starts with blood sugar. Um, we have to be really careful. So I would say most of my patients fall into the reactive hypoglycemia category where they're skipping meals, where they wake up, have coffee, maybe a smoothie or a drive through muffin. Maybe they skip lunch and then they binge at dinner and at night um, and they just feel horrible. They're not sleeping. So that's a reactive hypoglycemia side. These types of people need to wake up and have breakfast right away, have proteins and fats right away. If you're eating smoothies, especially so much fruit, trail mix, raisins, things like that for your snacks, that is not good for you. It's too much sugar for your body to handle, and you need to have more proteins and fats and in your diet. So breakfast, proteins and fats, lunch, proteins and fats, dinners, proteins and fats. And I know because I thought the same thing too, um, especially as I was struggling with weight loss and my health and my, my conditions, like, but I'm having so much fruit. It's so healthy. I'm having yogurt. It's healthy. There's not enough fiber. There's not enough protein. You're never going to have the energy you need to be able to one, live your life two work out three, recover and feel better. Okay. If you're on the other side of this is with diabetics or insulin resistance, pre-diabetes, where if you eat and you feel more tired afterwards, if your belly is bigger, if you struggle with losing weight, um, you are a really good candidate for intermittent fasting. So stop skipping meals randomly, because I see a lot of people do this, like, oh, I'll skip breakfast here, I'll skip dinner here, and maybe I'll lose weight. No, you're trashing your metabolism again, you're trashing your blood sugar, it makes it harder to recover. You need to be focused with your eating. You can do, I like to start people with a 14 hour window of fasting. It's a great place to start. A lot of women end up living there or sometimes even a 10 hour window of fasting. That's fine too. Make sure you just get breakfast, lunch, and dinner in. Maybe one snack. Um, keep that snack around 150 calories. That would be great if you're on the um, insulin resistance side and that will help you lose weight more effectively and quickly. The other thing on the insulin resistance side as well is that the overtraining syndrome happens to be faster, like you'll, you'll become more overwhelmed more easily. So slow down, take some deep breaths, get your blood sugar under control before you dive into a workout program. Then you'll have the most success. Um, research shows that people who are overweight and obese and diabetic have fewer mitochondria in their cells, which means they have fewer energy powerhouses. So a lot of times we say, not we, but you might hear if you're overweight, it's just a matter of willpower. You need to get off the couch and you need to get up and go for a walk. You need to create more energy. If you just worked out, you'd have more energy. And actually, the opposite is true. There's a reason why you feel tired. You feel like crap. You don't want to get off the couch because you don't have as much mitochondria. You have half the energy as someone who doesn't have these issues. So of course it's going to be harder to get up and go for a walk. And when you do go for a walk, it probably makes you more tired because is a, even overtraining, even something small, if you're seriously overweight or you seriously have these issues. So take some pressure off of yourself. Get yourself focused on eating consistently, figuring out what's going on with your body. Where is your blood sugar? Where is your hemoglobin A1C? What does your inflammation look like? And tailor your food and your workout program to that information, not what everybody else around you is doing because everybody else is going to be different, feel different, move different, look different, okay? 
And then my last mistake that I wanted to share with you real quick is not tracking your macros um, when you start. So I find that a lot of people fall into two categories. Uh, my reactive hypoglycemics don't eat enough. Well, a lot of times when these people start tracking, they're sitting around between 500 to 1,000 calories a day. It's not enough food and usually ends up being all sugar, no fiber, minimal proteins. For my people who are insulin resistant on the other side, because those systems in the brain are shut off, those dopamine systems, their brain never registers that they're full. They're constantly hungry and they're eating way too much in the 3,000 plus calories a day. So when you start, start tracking, see where you are, track every little thing, because a lot of people don't realize that the creamer that they put in their coffee all day long is adding in calories and sugar and harming their body. Okay. And maybe you're adding a lot more ranch dressing than you think you are. So measuring when you start is just a great way to get a baseline of where you are. And then you can move from there. The next step is, are you getting enough protein? Minimum hundred grams a day. Maximum would be your body weight in grams. You want a little bit more than your body weight in grams of fat and then carbs. It just depends on what type of program you're doing. Are you doing keto? Are you doing low carb? Are you doing medium carb? Are you carb cycling? There's so many different options that you can play with. And that's why it's great to have that first baseline and say, all right, I don't feel good. Here's what I'm eating. Or I feel okay on these days. Here's what I'm eating and just see how your body responds. Most people are scared to eat more because they don't want to gain weight where the opposite is true is because you're starving yourself, your blood sugar is spiking and crashing and you're, you're starved and then you have a trail mix and crashes, spikes and then crashes, or you have grapes and spikes and crashes. And this keeps your cortisol spiking and crashing. So of course you're going to have more belly fat, you're going to have more fat on your hips and your thighs because your blood sugar never stabilizes. So blood sugar is king. It's my favorite thing to talk about. So I would love to invite you to my functional weight loss bootcamp where we talk about these things in depth. It's a monthly program and you get a kickoff call with me to start with your program and figure out exactly what you need. We have fitness programs. We're going to have meal plans. We're going to have weekly calls, things like that. And you can always upgrade to get your blood work, your hormone tests. I have everything included in that as well. So if you want to apply, I'll put the link to all of the information in this video. Um, and then you can message me if you want more info and you want to apply and you want to see what program would work best for you to help you lose weight, feel good, and just love your body again. All right, that's all I have for today. Thank you for being here and we'll see you soon.